Yeah, I was a shipboard firefighter in the Navy. Uh, I was on a, two different ships. Uh, learned a lot about uh, just life in general. Uh, some of the challenges, uh, working with teams, and it's a, essential in, in the military or any team environment, especially uh, fire service, it's a paramilitary organization. Uh, if you don't work well as a team, that, that you, you don't function properly. So it's really important for everybody to be carrying their weight and working together. And you know what they say all the time, you hear it all the time, is that you're only as strong as the weakest link. And that's so true in, in team environments. You are listening to the ReLeaders podcast, your number one source for impact leaders, harnessing capitalism to sustain the planet, people, and profits. I'm your host, Kevin Edwards. And that message was from Rockford Fire Department's own Luke Schneider, the founder of Fire Department Coffee, whose organization brews Java for the hardest working people out there. And on today's episode, I asked Luke about his journey to becoming a firefighter, the similarities between leading in the line of duty and operating a company, and what exactly was in the coffee I drank this morning. Woo! And before we begin, folks, if you want to try a cup of their famous coffee or famous fire department coffee, all you got to do is go online to their website and enter in discount coupon code REALLEADERS. That's all one word, all caps, REALLEADERS at checkout to receive 25% off their famous coffee. All right, let's jump back into the episode with the real Luke Schneider. Enjoy. Yes, sir. Let's bring the energy here. Here we go. In five, four, three, two, and one. And what word starts with F and ends in U-C-K? That word would be fire truck. Welcome, everyone, to this episode of the Realtors Podcast. I'm your host, Kevin Edwards. Joining us today is the founder and CEO of Fire Department Coffee, Mr. Luke Schneider. Luke, thanks for being with us today. Hey, thanks for having me, Kevin. Appreciate it. So let's just take a look at the resume really quick here, Luke. I've got Navy veteran, firefighter, check, coffee roaster. How does this story go? Uh, so I started drinking coffee when I was in the Navy to stay awake. And that's that's how my love for caffeine started. In the fire service, everybody drinks coffee. You sit around the table at the fire station, you drink coffee pretty much all day. And uh, um, I pretty much it was it's just an essential to, to stay awake and keep going. Uh, my wife is really the one who got me into uh, craft and uh, coffee and, and trying different uh, blends and really opened my eyes to uh, what was out there in the coffee world. And uh, her and I started brewing coffee and roasting coffee together. And it just all started there with a love for coffee and a passion for it. And it's kind of just developed in, into a, a brand and a company that is now growing internationally. Uh, so what's your wife's name? Kate Schneider. Kate. Okay. So Kate, yeah. Kate was the, the story behind the coffee. And then now it's growing internationally. I was checking out the website. I saw someone purchase something from Germany. What was like the first purchase you had on the website? And what's like one country that you were a little bit surprised by? I, I have, I, I don't even know if I can remember. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I can look back on the, when the first purchase was, but it was probably in, uh, in somewhere in Rockford. That's where we're at. That's where, uh, we've started and uh we're here in rockford i'm a rockford firefighter and that's kind of where it all started here so 
So for the average pedestrian listening to this, where is Rockford, Illinois? What are the two cities it's it's close near? Uh, Rockford, Illinois is in between Milwaukee and Chicago. We're uh, northern Illinois, and uh, we're a population of about 150,000. And uh, yeah, it's a great city. Uh, love it. So, okay. So I mentioned this earlier, Luke, you said Navy veteran and, you know, I'm looking into kind of what your role was and your role required a lot of leadership. Maybe describe to our audience, just break it down, unpack kind of your role in the military, how long you were there and some of the, the lessons you learned along the way. Yeah, I was a shipboard firefighter in the Navy. Uh, I was on a, two different ships, uh, learned a lot about uh, just life in general, uh, some of the challenges, uh, working with teams, and it's a, essential in, in the military or any team environment, especially uh, fire service, it's a paramilitary organization. Uh, if you don't work well as a team, that, that you, you don't function properly. So it's really important for everybody to be carrying their weight and working together. And you know what they say all the time, you hear it all the time, is that you're only really as strong as the weakest link and that's so true in, in team environments so uh just getting everybody on the same page and having good communication and so is this when you started drinking coffee because you were working so late because of maybe the high pressure environment or just the the hours on end the hours uh working sometimes 18 hours straight mm. uh getting you know taking 30 minute naps uh just to get through whatever job or uh evolution that we were doing and uh, yeah, that, that's that's how it started, really, it's an essential. And what were you drinking at that time? What type of coffee were you into? I don't know, some sort of military grade. Yeah. <laughs> uh, not really good, you know, uh, not good coffee. So that's, that's what I was used to before, you know, my wife really got me into drinking better coffee and then making it ourselves. And so you go from Virginia to Rockford, I'm assuming. Maybe you had a couple stops along the way, but that's what's on the resume for me to see and me to tell and explain. And now you're in Rockford and you're working for this fire department. What's what's that what was that transition like? You know, what's the lifestyle of a firefighter? Uh the transition was actually pretty smooth because it it's a paramilitary organization. So you're working as a team. Uh you know, it's, it's really cool. I love it. Um, the transition from military to civilian was, I would say it wasn't, it, for me, it wasn't as difficult that it is, is for some, uh, but, uh, being a firefighter, uh, you, you know, you, you never know what you're going to run into each day. So it's exciting. It's adventurous. Uh, yeah, get to help people. I, I really love doing it. And now, are you still a firefighter or are you solely dedicated to fire department coffee? I'm still a firefighter, still a full-time firefighter paramedic for the city of Rockford. Okay. So are you in the fire department, the, the firehouse right now? No. Okay. You're not. okay. <laughs> Does it sound like I am? <laughs> no, I was just, I was just no. wondering. No, yeah. So okay. What's, what's been going on right now? Like what's the chatter amongst all the, the first responders, you know, during the you know COVID-19 quarantine right now? I mean, it's definitely changed how we operate, you know, the, uh, how we go on calls and, uh, yeah, just, I think this is going to change a lot of things for the future, uh, for how not just fire departments, but how companies operate. 
And, uh, you know, it's just, it definitely is a reality check on, um, something that I think a lot of people didn't see coming. So when, you know, a big talk uh, from everyone has been saying, you know, the heroes of this have been first responders as well as the medical workers. When you hear that, what do you think? Um, yeah, I think that there's a lot of people that, uh, I don't really try to think of it that way. I, I, I appreciate that, but, um, you know, I, I'm grateful to have a job right now and to, uh, to still have, you know, steady income and, uh, my heart really goes out to people that aren't in that same situation. Uh, same with the business. Um, we've, we're a coffee company, so, uh, we're, we're a food, you know, manufacturing company and we're able to still roast coffee and, and, uh, there's a lot of business owners that are being forced to shut down and employees that are out of work. So my, my heart really goes out to those people and the stresses and struggles that they must be going through. And there's so many people that are out there on the front lines right now, you know, uh, first responders, healthcare, uh, providers, truck drivers, uh, people that work in grocery stores. And so everybody's job is important. And as a society, we need everybody to, to do their job for us to all function. And so um, I just look at what we do as a, as a piece of that. And uh, I feel honored to be able to go out there and assist people in some of their you know hard times that they're going through and be able to, to help um, and do my job. So love that. Just doing your job. And so I've, I've, what's really impressed me have, have been a lot of the corporate sponsors that are, you know, stepping up big time, you know, providing food to the first responders, providing food to medical workers um, and, and kind of integrating that into the marketing as well as um, really taking on a social problem in a, in, a, in, a, in a constructive way. Now, your business is no different. I mean, you are donating, it was at 10, 10 or 20% of the proceeds to firefighters uh and first responders is that correct is that what's what's it's, it's uh yes we donate uh 10 of our net proceeds 10 percent of your net proceeds and so how does that money contribute to you know um uh, the, the firefighting community and the first responder community as, uh, as a whole so uh we focused on uh, there's so many areas that we feel feel need uh help uh, but one area that we wanted to focus in on with our charitable efforts was injured and ill firefighters and first responders. We felt like um, that was something that really needed more of. Um, what the, one of the things that really opened my eyes was a friend of mine. Uh, his name's Damien. And uh, he reached out to us um, via Facebook and sent a video of him walking. And, uh, you know, he's, He's going through a rehab and uh, he was telling his story about how he, he had his spinal cord crushed. He was a wild land, on a wildland fire. Uh, a tree fell on him, crushed his back. He was told he would never walk again. And, uh, you know, here he is working to, um, to walk. And, and I asked him, I said, wow, how can we help, you know? And, and, and he's like, man, I really just wanted to share some uh, good news to a bad story. And, and 
got to know Damien a little bit more and hear his story and uh, just like his experience of being hurt on the job and uh, you're in this this family that's a brotherhood or sisterhood and when you're at the fire st- fire station it's like another family um, and you're a part of this uh, this and then when something happens where you get sick or injured and you're no longer there, it changes your, your life. And you have this community that is there, but it's, you know, it's not the same anymore. Uh, or at least I feel like that's how a lot of them feel when they get sick and injured. And so we wanted to, there's so many areas that we feel that we can, we want to like grow this uh, charitable efforts, but creating a community uh, so that they can stay connected uh, so that's one thing we want to work on. And also, not only that, is sometimes they're dealing with financial issues on top of the physical and the mental in- issues from uh, having cancer or being sick or injured from on the job. And having our own charitable foundation, because we started our the Fire Coffee Charitable Foundation. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been, last year, we started that. And uh, if we need to, if if there's a, a firefighter, a first responder who's uh, struggling to pay their rent or something like that, we can actually be able to help them with that. And, um, and so that's our focus. And I think we're trying to have as much impact as as we can. But there's so much there's so much need there. So. Uh, yeah, that's our, that's where we're wanting to focus with our charitable efforts. Well, what's been like the feedback from the community and have you seen it, you know, this feedback, this actual intention to bring good news to a bad situation? Um, have you seen that also reflect in your, your business results as well? Are you making more sales or is there, has there been an increase in demand and, uh, what's, I guess just overall like what's like the feedback been from the community it's been really good we've had a lot of support um recently uh donated five thousand dollars to the firefighter cancer support network and we're constantly trying to support other charities that um are connected to helping firefighters who are sick or sick and injured and uh i i feel like people um feel good about not only does the coffee, you know, do they enjoy it, um, but they're also they can feel good about supporting a great cause with the with the purchases. Uh, so the feedback's been excellent. Do you think it'd be possible for a non firefighter to create a fire de- a, a replica a duplicate model of fire department coffee? And why 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 or why not? I don't know. I don't, I don't know if it would. You know, I I don't want to say. Nothing is impossible, uh, but I don't know if it would be authentic, you know. And uh, we're we're a comp. Sorry about that. <laughs> um, but we're a company that's run by firefighters. Uh, I'm a full time firefighter. Our vice president's a full time firefighter. Our chief operating officer is full time firefighter. Our chief coffee roaster is a retired fire captain. So uh, this is who we are. This is uh, what we do, and. Before we're business owners, we're, we're firefighters first. And so, yeah, I, I don't want to – just to answer your question again, I don't, I don't think anything's impossible, but, you know, we're, we're more focused on what we're doing. And uh, I don't know that it wouldn't be impossible, but 
Well, the reason I ask is because a lot of the businesses that I had the opportunity to interview, uh, the big selling point for them or big unique value proposition for them is that they their core values have maintained consistency since the inception of the company. You know, so everything they do has been around that social or environmental intention, that purpose, the purpose to bring good news to a bad situation, to provide coffee to the hardest workers in America. Uh, you know, so, you know, that intentionality is what sometimes gets left out of textbooks um, and doesn't really get shown. Um, so uh, I just wanted to hit on that point as well, but I- I'm really curious about the production. And for those listening on audio, I've got a couple bags of coffee with me right now that Luke sent over in advance before this interview. So I want you to take me through step by step the world famous spirit infused coffee that's made me jittery uh, today. Uh, like not jittery, I'd say just I, I, I'm i like amplified Luke. Like let me just go on a tangent here really quick. It's like that one time when like you, you get like your little brother drunk for the first time and like you look over at him <laughs> and he's like he's just like laughing at himself. You know, that was me this morning. I tried some of this coffee and it's very smooth and it smells kind of like an Irish coffee. And I'm like walking around the house. My roommates are cleaning and I'm just like, we got this brand new puppy, Luke. It's, it's so cute. It's like eight weeks, eight weeks year old. And I'm just like throwing it up. And all of a sudden, like my, my roommates come over like, Kev, man, what are you doing? I'm like, man, I have no idea, but I'm like jacked up right now. Like it was a subtle jack up but like i'm sure you can hear my voice right now i'm pretty pretty amplified uh so walk me through this process luke of how these beans got inside this bag yeah thank you i appreciate your excitement about it too and uh (laughs) i'm i'm happy to hear that you're enjoying it um but we we started our spirit infused process uh it's proprietary it's the world's first uh we started by doing barrel conditioning coffees and barrels we didn't like the um the process because it was inconsistent you have different uh, moisture levels in barrels you have different char levels and uh the results weren't as great so we wanted to try to just infuse the spirit directly into the raw coffee before we roasted it and what we found is it was a cleaner smoother flavor uh it's not too overpowering just the right amount of the aroma and the the flavor without overpowering the coffee so that it's not like boom in your face. I, we, I, I'm not a big fan of flavored coffee. This is more of a kind of a, just a craft that we developed and, uh, and, and refined. And it's really uh, unique to part one of the coffees that we do. And we have a bourbon rum, uh, Irish whiskey, which we use Egan's Irish whiskey, which is phenomenal. It's, uh, it's some of the best Irish whiskey I've ever had. And it's actually the best Irish whiskey I've ever had. And then we're doing a cinnamon we're coming out with a cinnamon whiskey. We do a tequila. I don't know if I said rum already, but we're going to be releasing a few different ones here and there. And actually, we're doing a, a Canadian whiskey as well because uh, that one's going to be released soon because we just drastically lowered our shipping prices to uh, Canada. And uh, we're excited to get coffee up there to our brothers and sisters up north. So I read online, it's like the world's first spirit infused coffee. Like, are you allowed to share like how you like infuse it with a spirit? Uh, that's proprietary. Oh, that's proprietary. Okay. Yeah. okay. But we do say, Very we cool. do let people know. Thank you. Uh, we do let people know that we infuse it prior to, uh, uh, to roasting and then we roast it. So that's interesting. You have a, uh, an, an intellectual property is or a proprietary, um, 
you have a, 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 a patent, trade secret. A trade secret. Uh, yeah. I, I did some patent research uh, when we started on it, uh, but the, the patent attorney that I talked to said that uh, he thought that we could patent it. Uh, but at the time, I just didn't have the resources. And this has been now, uh, it's been years. And, and once you put something out in the market, uh, I think you have two years to patent something. So it's been past that. Uh, so it's just trade secret to us. It's proprietary. And I think that might be the best way to keep it too. Sure. Yeah, because it's great. It's it's really good. And uh, I left it in the coffee pot and I went downstairs and there was a, there was a new batch in there. And, uh, because I don't have a, I don't have, uh, a grinder, or at least I didn't think I have a grinder, but for those listening out there, if you have a blender, it works just fine too. You can just throw it in a blender, chops that stuff up. But I left it in the pot and I go downstairs and my, my roommate's like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, Hey, did you try the coffee? He said, yeah, bro. Like what's in that? I'm like, I'm like, Hey, it's uh he's like, I'm like, well, what'd you think? He's like, it's like, it's tasted like an Irish coffee. Like I'm, I was searching for the alcohol <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> I was like, no man, there's no alcohol in it. And he was, he was, uh, seriously questioning the validity of my statement. But, um, yeah, overall very awesome. good. Anyway, I just want to give a shout out quick. I got the dark roast here. I got the, the medium roast. Um, but by far my favorite is definitely the spirit infused, but that's, Appreciate that's, that. that's pretty cool. So maybe, maybe I'm, I'm just curious, like what are the similarities between being a leader, you know, for first responding group versus being a leader of an organization, a business? I think the, the biggest thing is working as a team and, mm. uh, as a uh, military uh, veteran, anyone in the military knows that you have to to work as a team to function. It's the same in the in the fire service as a first responder. You got to work as a team, and every team member needs to know their job. And uh, you focus on your job and and how you do the best at it, and how you support your team members. And I think that's uh, that that goes carries over to the business is. Um, you're only as strong as the team. And so uh, it's not one person who carries the weight. It's together we carry the weight. And how does the firefighter schedule work with running a company? Um, Do most firefighters have a second job? I know a lot of firefighters who have something they they do on the side because – a lot of, uh, I know my schedule, I work 24 hours on, 48 off. And uh, there's a lot of firefighters that work similar schedules, but uh, there is a lot of firefighters that have, you know, side businesses. And uh, it's it's worked for me. It's it's definitely been difficult with, uh, you know, family and, uh, and having a business and uh, the fire department. But um, now that we've been getting more established, we've been able to build a team better and um, I'm able to focus on uh, business development and o- the overall company and focus on our goals. And, and uh, yeah, I have a, an amazing team that helps make it work. So, and an amazing wife as well. Um, wouldn't it be possible without my wife. She, uh, she takes care of our kids and she homeschools and, uh, that's uh, that's wouldn't wouldn't be able to uh, to do it without her support either. 
Well, that's what I was going to ask. I was going to ask about Kate. And I was also going to ask about like how you have the time to learn these business concepts. I mean, this takes a lot of time, a lot of practice. What's been helpful for you? Have it, has it been mentors? Has it been courses? Uh, how have you learned these things? And uh, I guess, how do you balance everything? Yeah, it's definitely been helpful. I've been really blessed to have a lot of great people that uh, have been around me. Um, I've got a lot of just great friends who are in business or business development. Um, my dad has been a lot of help. Um, he's, uh, he's a, a good mentor to me and, uh, yeah, I've had a lot of really good people who could give me advice and, uh, that's definitely been helpful. Uh, in terms of, uh, you know, I mean, you help out a lot of different people and in a lot of different times right now, especially like right now, um, you know, how have these people impacted you? Um, in lots of ways, it's, it's, uh, that's a hard answer because there's so many ways that I've been impacted by the people around me, uh, helping me to, uh, think about my decisions, um, uh, you know, and, uh, the way that people, you know, some, someone might see something might be different and it's good to hear other people's, uh, advice, but it's also, I think great to, to see the, the vision and the path, because there's a lot of people that will tell you a lot of things. And I think it's great to sound in on those, on those, on that advice and that, um, uh, direction. But I think, you know, it's also very important to, to make decisions, uh, discern, discerning, but, uh, but also to know what direction you want to take it. Uh, I, I've been uh, impacted in many ways by the people around me. I've just been really blessed for that. Luke, uh, a lot of entrepreneurs say the thing that doesn't get talked about the enough, I guess, are the struggles, the challenges, uh, the the mental games that come along with building a business. What have been some of the struggles and roadblocks for you? Uh, for us, it's been, uh, or for me personally, I think managing uh, personal life with family and just time, time management. Because you know, uh, when you're working all the time, I mean there's a lot of people that I think want to start businesses or grow businesses. And, um, it's a lot of work and, and they'll, they find out that, you know, it's a lot of late nights. It's a lot of, uh, a lot of times, uh, starting, you know, in the beginning, I was the roaster, the bagger, the shipper, you know, everything doing the financials and, um, love it. I don't do any of that anymore, but, <laughs> um, I still have, you know, I still get to be involved in it, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's a lot of work and I think managing time and trying to do too much, uh, because at the beginning you kind of have to, uh, but as soon as you can start to get people that, um, are really good at what they do, that's, that's the way to go because finding the right people is key. And we've been blessed to just, have the right people at the right time come in and help us grow this thing. If you were to remove the donations to firefighters, if you were to remove the dedication to firefighters, would your business cease to exist or would it still be able to operate? That's a good question. Um, you know, I think, 
I think our business has been successful because of our mission and our focus. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I definitely don't have all the answers <laughs> uh, and I don't want to ever sound like a person that has all the answers. So, you know, everybody is, everybody's disposable. I mean, I mean, the people that think they're, I don't want to say disposable. That's the wrong word. Invincible. Nobody's invincible is what I meant to say, because um, as soon as you think you're indestructible, you find out that you're not. So um, I, I don't have all the answers and I definitely am not perfect by any means. So well, I don't well, know. Well, that's okay. I don't have all the questions either. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks um, so as I'm in blanking on the next question, um, I, I am curious though, I mean, someone did tell me this was a leadership podcast, Luke. So I, I, let's, let's maybe focus more on the leadership, um, uh, skills, advice for people right now, starting a company from your experience in the Navy, from your experience as a firefighter and a business owner, what are some pieces of advice you would give so let's say an entrepreneur or a CEO of their organization who is struggling with inspiring and taking command of their troops. Uh, lead by example. I mean, use the people around you uh, to help you. Don't try to be a dictator. You know, get them, get them to be a part of the what you're doing, the movement, because. You know, you try to go out around and just tell people what you want and dictate, then it's just, it doesn't make it fun for other people. So I think uh, being a good leader means getting people to, you know, have the same, be working towards the same purpose mm. and with without being a dictator. I, I really like that. And and that's something that's you know easier said than done sometimes too, right? Yeah. Um, so yeah. It, it, it's, it's interesting because, uh, you know, like you interview so many different leaders, Luke, right? And like you get all their answers and there's no one, one answer for the same question. And then you try to apply it yourself and it's still really difficult to do. It's something that takes a lot of time. Um, have you said, have, I guess, uh, through starting this organization, have you seen your leadership skills grow over the past couple of years? I hope so. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I definitely have gained a lot of experience and um, from this that I didn't have before. Uh, I really am enjoying the journey and the experiences that I'm and the people that I am getting to meet and the relationships that uh, we're getting to grow. And yeah, it's just, it's been a fun journey. And I I think if I wasn't having fun and enjoying what we were doing, then why do it? Uh, but yeah. I, um, what's the I don't vision know if going, I hope I, what's the vision going forward? The vision uh, just keep growing and, and keep, keep building it. The more that we can grow and build and uh, the, the more impact we can have. So we want to continue. Uh, coffee is what we do. I mean, we're, we're a business. We're definitely not trying to uh, uh, tell people, you know, that, I mean, we're a business we're, we, we're, we're, we're focused on growing. Uh, but the more that we grow also, the more impact we can have and the more we can do, and give back as well. So I said, I don't know. I'm taking it at the date of time, um, focusing on, on our core of what, what we've been 
best at, and, and that's making coffee and uh, e-commerce. So e-commerce is really our space that we've been focused on. All right, let's let's switch gears a little bit. You are a firefighter. Uh, I just want to get like your stance. Like, what's your take on all this that's going on right now? We're all in quarantine right now, and as a first responder, as a paramedic, and uh, someone that can one just maybe give some advice. Like, what's your stance on everything that's going on, and maybe give some advice for our listeners out there. Uh, what what do you mean? Uh, do you have a stance on if people should be staying inside, social distancing, and how do you think that uh, we are going to see any changes sometime soon? Do you think we can stay inside and be quarantined for another year until a vaccine's made? Like, what's like your whole take on kind of what's going on right now? Uh, my whole take on it is that try not to worry about it. You know, uh, you can only do what you can do. I mean, this, I'm not going to speculate all day and, uh, and think about what could happen. I think we got to be wise and we got to be smart. We got to take precautions, you know, but, but not worry. Um, I, I, I feel like one of the things that has given me peace and I, I hope that this could give other people peace is that, um, I'm not taking anything with me when I'm gone. You know, I, when I, when I leave this, this world um, and I die, then I don't get to take any of it with me. So uh, I have peace in my faith and, and what's going to happen when, when I'm gone, you know, I'm, I'm a believer and uh, I have peace in that. So I have peace in the fact that I don't control everything. And uh, as soon as I try to control the you know situation and think I know it all, then then I'll be proven that I'm not in control. So I just think that let's take it a day at a time. Let's be wise. Let's listen to you know the people. That's what people are saying. I think follow. Make sure we follow what the CDC is saying and taking all the precautions we can. And that's what we're doing. And that's all we could do. So I'm not a doctor and I'm I'm not an epidemiologist or anything like that. So uh, other than that, I'll just. I'll um, try to be cautious and uh, definitely here at the company, we're taking all the precautions we possibly can. I love that. I love that. Control what you can control. Uh, Luke, you've mentioned a lot of leadership traits, uh, you know, being humble, controlling what you can control just now and working together as a team. You're only as strong as your weakest link from all of your experiences, your Navy and the firefighting as a business owner, as a father. Um, to you, Luke Schneider, what is your definition of a real leader? So I think a real leader is somebody who can get a built a team and uh, and fulfill the mission of that team by getting the team to support it and seeing the vision and seeing what the mission is so that you guys can accomplish it together and not by uh, not by doing the opposite of that and telling people what to do uh, just because that's the way it's going to be and you're going to do that. I think you want to get get the support of the people around you and do it as a team because that's a, we need to. That's the way we, I think we should be thinking. Amazing. Well, Luke, I appreciate you coming on the show. I appreciate you sending me some fire coffee. It was amazing today. Uh, and for all the folks listening out there, we hope you enjoyed this interview as much as we did. And so, uh, with that being said, for Luke Schneider, I'm Kevin Edwards asking you to go out there, 
Fulfill the mission of a team and always, folks, keep it real. Thanks, Luke. Appreciate you. Thanks, Kevin. Appreciate it. Thanks again for tuning in to this episode of The Real Leaders Podcast. Again, if you want a cup of joe from Firehouse Department Coffee, all you got to do is go out to their website, check out their website, and enter in coupon code REALLEADERS, one word, all caps, and you're going to receive your order for 25% off. For all the visual learners today, this episode will be produced and uploaded to our new YouTube channel at Real Leaders Magazine. So make sure to go on there, subscribe, and watch this interview with Luke Schneider. That's it for me, folks. I just want to appreciate you for tuning into this episode and make sure to leave us a review.